0: hi i'm frederick march this podcast is all about where i go from fat to fit from i am fine to i am fantastic from failing financially to financial freedom join me and see how i learn all about me and how i tick this is i am fit just not yet Hello everybody, how are you? So like I said last time, uh, I was going to um, give more information about my physical situation, so my uh, measurements. Okay, so here we go. It's a lot of weird details that I'm not sure anybody really needs to know, but hey, if you're just interested, then I'm open and willing to share. So my neck size is 18 and a half inches. My bicep... On my left side is 16 and a half inches. My forearm is 13 inches. My right side bicep is 16 inches. My forearm is 13 inches. Same size on both sides. It's pretty even. It's good. My chest is 56 inches. My waist is 56 inches. My hips are 52 inches. My left thigh is 26. My calf on the left side is 19 my right side is 27 my left calf is my right calf is 18 my wrists are seven and a half inches and with the calculation that i did my percentage of body fat is 43.23 percent so almost half my body is fat fantastic right but it doesn't make much sense to me because I remember once being told that my lean body mass is about 220 pounds because of my size, my bone structure. I'm like, okay, if I am if 225 pounds, then 50% of that would be 450 pounds. So obviously that's not accurate measurement because... <laughs> I am not 450 pounds. And half of my body weight, if you take away half right now, then I'd be, what, 160 pounds. Which I think maybe last time I was 160 pounds, I was 12. So we'll see. Anyways, those are my measurements as of right now. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to know what those things are because, you know, when you do your measurements, and I, you know, I never really like doing them, but if you do do them, sometimes you're not losing weight per se. But then when you check, you notice that uh, you're leaning down in certain areas and you're losing, you know, whatever you're losing on different areas of your body. It gives you another point of motivation that you say, okay, I'm maybe I'm not losing weight on a scale, but I'm actually reducing my my waist size or something, which really helps you keep motivated, which is very, very important. Okay, so today I'm doing this podcast a little earlier than I normally would do it because I have an appointment earlier today and I have to take off. So I have decided not to do my workout in the morning. I usually do my workout in the morning because I like to get it out of the way, but today I'm not doing my workout in the morning. But I will be doing it later. Hopefully. (laughs) This is part of my struggle, right? So in the past, the same thing. I've had something come up and I'd have to uh, cancel my workout for the time period that I would normally doing it. And I'd just make plans to do it later. But then I wouldn't. So this is one of those things that I'm going to be using this podcast for is to keep myself accountable. So... Later on, when I come back, I will uh, do my exercise because when I do my next podcast, I'd have to let you know that I didn't do my exercise and I don't want to not. And so this is, you know, reason why I'm doing the podcast in the first place is because I want to stay accountable. And so I want my progress to be um, positive and not negative negative. So, I'll see you next time, and I'll let you know that I worked out. And that's my plan. I am going to work out. Okay, so one of the things I want to talk about today is mindsets and stuff like that. So, that was, uh, the first part was obviously the P part, you know, which is the physical. Now it's the outlook part, which is, you know, the emotional states of stuff. So, Okay, one of the issues I had, I talked about before that I was a big fan of sweets, but I'm also a huge fan of uh, potato chips. Yeah, shocker, eh? Potato chips. I don't know how you can eat potato chips and not be 300 and some pounds, but hey, I eat potato chips a lot. I like them a lot. So... Through the process of learning about NLP, uh, I realized that, you know, one of the things you can do is to change your association to things that you enjoy that you don't want to do anymore. So I don't want to eat potato chips anymore. So I did an experiment. So what I did is I don't like raw onions. I'm not a big fan of raw onions. I don't like them at all. It makes me, you know, gag a little bit when I try to eat raw onions. So... The feeling that I get from raw, eating raw onions is really, really nasty. So I try to associate the feelings that I get from raw onions in that, you know, quiet time where I could try to re-hypnotize myself or unhypnotize myself or change my associations. So you try to take the negative associations you have to something and associate that to something else. So for me, I was trying to take the the taste and the reaction, the emotional connection to raw onions and attribute that to potato chips. So I sat in a quiet time and I imagined raw onions and I had that feeling and I got that emotion and then I then thought about potato chips. And then I did that a few times over and over again. And then I then tried to just imagine the same feeling that I had with raw onions with potato chips so since I did that I did eat potato chips one time and they didn't taste like raw onions but I didn't eat the amount that I normally would eat and I haven't touched them since and I really don't have any interest in eating them again I really don't I'm I just like, uh, when I think about potato chips, I I don't get that, uh, oh, uh, mm, potato. I just don't. It's not that I can taste raw onions in my mouth all of a sudden because of that association. They just don't have the same attraction that they did before. They just don't give me that feeling of uh, making myself feel better. You know, it's like before. You you sit there and you eat a bag of potato chips. And you're like, mm, I feel better. You know, but now, no, I just don't have any interest. Now there's some other some other things that I'm still trying to work through, not having. But uh, you know, I went to a meeting last night, and uh, it was a little later, and so I actually had a half a cup of coffee. You know. Uh, They didn't have any kind of sweetener there. So, you know, I had a little bit of sugar in mine and a little bit of milk. Uh, It didn't affect me. I didn't stay up all night. I just, you know, I just had a little coffee because it was a little later and I wanted to keep my energy up. So it didn't really affect me. So it's good. And, you know, I can have a cup of coffee every once in a while and it's not going to destroy me. It's just going to be like every once in a while. But interesting about the potato chips, eh? It's this N L P this neural linguistic programming process where you can take positive experiences and attribute it to things that you find negative in the past, which I've done with um working out. Now, I've always found working out actually to be a positive experience. I enjoy the feeling that I get afterwards and I actually don't mind the sweating and all the working out in between. It, to me it's like it's it's fun. So Uh, It's just staying consistent to that, you know, and I've learned through my wife and I have made a lot of, had a lot of discussions about stuff and I've learned that the big aspect of staying consistent with things is knowing what they call your why. Why are you doing it? What is your purpose of doing this thing? And if your why is big enough, pardon me, (coughs) if your why is big enough, then You'll stay on task. And your why has to be something that you. Really 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 need to do. Like. Uh, you're going to die if you don't do this. Or you know. So you have to put it. For me my why is. I am sick and tired of being run. By. My emotions. By. Other people's baggage. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. This is my life. I get to live it the way I want to. And. And. You know, (laughs) I would have told you in the past that I did. This is, I am my own man. I do my own thing. It's not true. I was run. I was run by uh, my emotions, by preconceived notions, by all kinds of things. So now I'm learning to become my own man. my emotions are my own. My triggers are my own. And if I don't like them, I can reprogram them. To become what I need to become. So, it's all fun stuff. And, you know, we all learn as we go. And once you learn better, you do better. And now I'm learning better. So, my suggestion to you would be to research some NLP. If you have some issues like uh, whatever, even food issues or uh, drinking issues or gambling issues... You know, the association you place on gambling or drinking or something, you can remove it, you can change it. Now, some people will say with NLP, you can even change psychiatric issues. Well, certainly depression, because depression, they say, is a choice. You choose to be depressed or you can choose to be happy. It's up to you. Uh, Your emotions are just that, your emotions. You can control your emotions. Now, I've worked in the psychiatric field for years and some people believe 100% that they are stuck in that situation and there's nothing they can do about it. And if they believe that, they're absolutely correct. So there's nothing I can do about it and there's nothing they can do about it if they believe they can't. And it's sometimes you cannot convince somebody that they can. And so that's the situation. Well, that's their situation. I can't expect somebody to just change overnight in their belief systems if they don't have something enticing enough to help them do that. And some people think they just don't want to. That's fine. That's that's their life. They get to choose. They can do whatever they want. I did whatever I want, and now I'm changing because I want to change. Okay, so the last part of this podcast is the the dollars which is my financial situation so listen I have lots of jobs I do lots of things I don't get paid for very many of them but (laughs) I do lots of things I help a lot of people and I do a lot of volunteering I do a lot of things to help out other people and so I don't mind I like that but I am looking for, uh, like, a full-time regular job. That's what I need to get. If I had a full-time regular job, then I could, you know, pay my bills more effectively and plan for the future more and invest and reinvest in businesses that we have running. So, you know, I have a few businesses going. Um, none of them are being profitable right now. I'm just starting them out, most of them, and they're just get going. So they're getting going, they're getting going, they're getting going. You know, you could be a business person and be in business for quite a while and then not really find your niche yet and try a bunch of things and they don't work. So then you have to try something else and that doesn't work. You try something else. The idea of being an entrepreneur is not necessarily that you're going to be successful right away. You just keep on trying. You just keep on trying. And sometimes you got to modify. Sometimes you got to take that whole idea and just lay it down and try something different. That's just part of life. You know, not not everything works out perfectly the first time and second time or the third time. But if you're consistent and you keep on going for it, you keep on trying, you keep on hustling, eventually you can make it. And then if you make it, well, then you're doing pretty well. And then you could take that money that you make from that one successful business and reinvest it in maybe other businesses that are maybe coming up successful. And then, and then you can look at the possibility of being financially uh, free from having to be stuck down to a nine-to-five job or something but i'm not there at this point i would love to be 100 percent entrepreneur and working for myself at home and doing my thing um i just some of those skills that i don't have which is fantastic because my wife has them so that's good but it's a process. It's a very, it's a big learning process. And I'm telling you what, uh, you look at people who have gone through business and people who've had businesses that have failed. They will have insights that you don't have if you have a successful business, because you learn a lot more from something that succeeds from that failures than something that succeeds. You gain a lot more from something that successes, but you learn a lot more from something that fails. Especially about yourself, because you got to make sure that you understand that you know a failing business doesn't mean you're a failing person. It just means the business is not doing well, and that could be because your market that you're in is not effective market, it could be that uh, the product or the service that you are offering is not something that the market can bear or even even recognize that it's existing. And if you don't have very good money flowing into invest in advertising, it's hard to get the public to know what you're doing. Anyways, that's my my little blurb on my dollar on a, the the finances. I'm looking for a full time job. I'm hoping to get a full time job. If I get a full time job, that'd be fantastic. In theory, we'll see. Okay just keeping you all up to date uh i gotta go soon so i'm ending this podcast a little short okay so see you next time